Hi everyone, a few weeks ago we had a powerful combined church camp over the weekend called the Axe Church UK Getaway, and here is one of our recorded sessions. We hope that you'll be blessed by it. In a while, um, we're going to hear some testimonies, uh, because uh, three people will be getting baptised today. And uh, in case some of you don't know what baptism is, baptism basically uh, to Christians, it's, it's, a, it's a, a ceremony, it's an act of public declaration of our faith. And so uh, becoming a, a Christian, the Bible says, you know, uh, you, you believe and, and be baptized. That, that's, that's the command of God. Uh, and so we, we believe with our heart and then we baptize with our actions to say that, hey, world, I am now today forevermore set apart and, and I belong to my God forevermore. Uh, and uh, in a while, you get to see that. Uh, so we will hear their testimonies, and then we will adjourn to outside near where we took the pictures. Uh, and uh, we're going we're gonna to witness something beautiful, and we're just going to uh, see them get baptized, and we can celebrate with them. And then after that, I will pass you to the squeak game. Uh, sorry, uh, I'll pass you to the, the games masters. Uh, uh, oops, what did I say? What did I say? Okay, okay. All right. Uh, come back, come back, come back. Okay. Um, so right now, um, please, I want you guys to, you know, um, open up your hearts because uh, I really believe that, you know, their own journey will, will bless you. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we're going to have three people and uh, we're going to have uh, someone from X Edinburgh get baptized. And then we're going to have two people from X London get baptized. Uh, but we, we celebrate together. Amen. Uh, and uh, so we're also just going to hear the testimonies from an alphabetical order. Uh, so starting with the letter F, uh, we have F for Florence. So please put your hands together for Florence. Okay, hi everyone. And for those of you who don't know me, my name is Florence Ong and I'm from X Edinburgh. I am thrilled to be standing here talking to all of you and if you can't already tell, I am extremely nervous in the inside. So thank you for listening in. Um, and uh, as, I, as I'm going to tell you a little story about myself, my journey of faith, what Jesus had done for me and through me. I came to the UK seven years ago for uni. I remember after graduated chemical engineering, I was determined to stay in the UK. So naturally, I started looking for job. And needless to say, it was not a walk in the park. And I encountered rejections after rejections, which I'm sure some of you in the room could relate. In ex Edinburgh, we prayed together. Week in and week out, I said to God, God, if this is from you, you'll clear the path for me. If you are for real, wanting me to stay, you'll clear the obstacles for me. I went through four rigorous interviews, one assessment centre, and roughly about 278 other rejections. <laughs> As you can already piece it from the fact that I'm standing right here, uh, I did get an employment in the end. Um, <laughs> let me put into perspective how this employment came to fruition. If you were in church last week and had tuned in online, you would know of Karen's story of how she landed a job through Facebook. Much like her, I did mine too, through a Facebook advert. So if you are looking for jobs now, Facebook is the answer. <laughs> I, was, I was the only international person in an entire chemical engineering cohort to have secured a job before graduation. I can remember so vividly the day I got an employment offer letter it was so surreal. 
even until I signed my name on the dotted line, I still didn't believe it, thinking that something is going to happen to rob me away from this opportunity. True enough, visa was an issue and it tripped me up. I was a phone call away from losing my visa, thus my job. And again, I said to God, God, if this is real and if this is from you, you'll make it go away. And indeed, the visa issue was sorted in the end. Four years in, I'm now working in uh, the UK's largest defence and aerospace company in Glasgow. <laughs> Fast forward to early this year, a HR manager who I've worked with a year ago gave me a call on a fine sunny day. He offered to put me forward for a massive job opportunity. In the call, he said, hey Flo, there's a great opportunity available and I can't think of anyone more suited for that job than you and it is to work directly for the CEO. I'd like to put you forward for it, would you be up for it? Of course, I was ecstatic about it, uh, but given the weight of the role, I was cautiously optimistic. I said yes in the end in the phone call and immediately prayed, God, if this is from you, I'll take it. I prayed about it, spoke to many people about it to get some advice. As I was preparing for the interview, I said to God exactly the same I said four years ago when, my, uh, when I first got the job offer. I said, God, if this is from you, you'll clear the path for me. There were nine other candidates, all of whom were older than me, age-wise and experience-wise, all of which, uh, all of whom were British or Scottish, i.e. local, and I was the only young Asian and female. Indeed, I saw myself, I, was, I wasn't enough, I'm not going to make it. Um, I went through three stages of interview, and on a Friday, the man himself and the CEO rang me up and offered me the job. You must be wondering, wow, what a great story. So what's the draw out from this? See, the thing is, all these are recognitions and accolades, titles and laurels. My employment journey is nothing but a series of serendipity that is divinely orchestrated. Because above this, there's more. There's purpose, there's a calling, and there's something God has in store. A close friend of mine never was and still isn't a Christian. Had her entire family came visiting her in the UK for her graduation. They... They, they all weren't believers. It was all fun and laughter until her dad experienced a tragic accident in a small town called Oban in, in Scotland. Due to the complexity of his condition, he had to be helicoptered to the nearest city. That was how bad his situation was. Um, he had to be helicoptered to the nearest city, which happened to be Glasgow, which is where I am. Because of the timing, the place, and the unfolding of events, I didn't think it was a coincidence that I was there. A three weeks vacation for them somehow turned into an eight months hospitalization. They were literally there from summer to winter. Um, see, the thing is, our Lord is mysterious because in these eight months of hospitalization, it also turned into two salvation lives. Both the parents accepted Christ during their hospital stint and their stay with me because whilst the father was in the hospital for the eight months, the mom stayed with me throughout. Um, and she obviously knew I, goes to I go to church. Um, and I had the privilege to walk them through, um, albeit it was my first time walking someone through salvation. I panicked for a bit. Uh, when they asked me, uh, we would like to accept Christ um, as our Lord and our Savior. Can you help us? I didn't know what to do because I was panicked. Um, but thank God, um, thank God uh, 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 we have Google. And I could... <laughs> And I could Google the salvation prayer. <laughs> but see, the thing is, when one is saved, the whole heaven rejoices. What more, two, and both are the parents of the family whom I don't even know. I, 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 don't, I haven't met the parents 
before. That was the only, the first and only time that I met them. So what I'm saying is, in the grander scheme of things, my job had a greater purpose. My being here had a greater, greater calling. This was just one of the many examples that God had done in and through my life, that even after so many times, I'm still so in awe. Even until now, the parents kept in touch with me and constantly update me about their faith and their walk with Christ. Just to finish up the story with the CEO, so he rang me up and offered me the job. Of course, I jumped at it and said yes, thinking that God had answered my prayer and this is the door that he had opened for me. Then it was the added complication of the pandemic, which had unfortunately led for the offer to be rescinded. And all this happened in the span of a week. I was on clouds nine at the beginning of the week and by the end of the week, I was devastated to say the least. I was trying to fix it, trying to make it work, but to no good. I was trying to do all by my strength, but it, wasn't, it didn't happen. One would think that that's the most terrible part, but what's worse is the after event where I have to tell my friends, my family, about how, um, how it didn't happen. And, and that's the most difficult part because how do you tell people that you didn't make it and watch them go from congratulating to consoling. I was at the end of myself that I chose to stop getting caught by the worldly things as it tossed me like waves. But instead, I decided to surrender it to God and trust in His timing. Just as what Pastor said yesterday, God loves, God hears, and He gives. And when He gives, He definitely makes, he definitely makes sure that it is in abundance. After the offer got rescinded, I, re I just remained in my current position in the company, feeling defeated while watching someone else took that role. About a month ago, my boss... About a month ago, my boss um, called me and told me that I was made up to a senior position. And on top of that, he also said that he spoke to the CEO personally and that the offer that was offered to me six months ago was still on the table and that the CEO still wanted me. See, had it not been the bigger purpose and calling from a much bigger God, I didn't think the series of events would have panned out the way it panned out. Had it not been the hiccups and the weight God put me on, I wouldn't have learned what I needed to learn in between that period to be more prepared for what's to come because I definitely feel much more prepared now than I was when the offer first came about. God truly loves. He hears the desire of our hearts and He gives according to His riches and glory. Just like what Ephesians 3.20 says, our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think because when God gives, He always blesses us in double portions in abundance. Not only He gave a promotion but two, also to add on that he's prepared me better now than I was, and in this case, triple portions and absolute abundance. I hope this serves as an encouragement to some of you, if not all, um, but more so it's, uh, for myself, a remembrance of God, a remembrance of God's grace and a declaration of his goodness and his faithfulness. This is just a glimpse of my story, my journey and my reckoning. I've been a believer all my life, and now it begs the question, why wait? With that being said, today I'm taking the outward declaration of an inward decision that's already made, which is to, which is to be baptized today. So, thank you. Cool. Let's give Paul a big hand. Amen. Amen. Anyone need tissues? Anyone? Just right. It's oh, okay. Front row. Okay. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, only, only one, one thing, which is, you know, Facebook can help, but Jesus is still the answer. Um, and, and because of that, we will have to baptize Florence face down first. No, that's joking. Joking, joking. Um, no, we, we celebrate with you, and uh, we rejoice and praise God. Amen. Uh, let's put our hands together now for Jenny. 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 Um, I'm from ex-London. Um, okay, so oh, let's forget about this. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm here today um, to be baptized. So I'm going to share um, a quick story about myself and um, what happened to me um, after knowing God. So to be honest, um, trust uh, has always been a huge issue in my life. I don't trust anyone. Um, <laughs> I only trust myself. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I believe that um, I can do everything on my own. Yeah. Like um, everything at work, I can do it on my own. If you let me alone, I can sort everything um, within time limit or default. Like, yeah, I'll do it like a lot more better than you expected. But obviously things happen. Um, you know, like when things happen out of control, out of your abilities to, out of your strength, you just can't control. And obviously I broke down. Um, it wasn't easy, like um, to know that, you know, I couldn't control certain situations. Um, it was really tough. I started questioning myself, like, was I not good enough? Um, yeah, maybe I was not good enough. Um, um, maybe I should have improved a lot. Like, I, I should improve in certain way to make things right. So I just blame myself for everything, basically. For anything that it did not go in my way. Um, well, I think um, God then came into my life at the right time exact right time. Um, I think he wanted me to rely on him, to have trust in him. But obviously it's not easy. Um, I don't even trust anyone. How am I going to trust God? Like I can't even see him, right? I don't, don't even know if he actually exists or not. So it was really, really tough for me to have trust in him. Even um, um, for baptism, I wanted my parents' blessing more than um, having trust in him that um, this will work, this is the plan for him. I choose to believe in myself, thinking that if I don't get my mom's blessing, I'm not going to get baptized until the day I got her blessing. I told Pastor Dave that. that oh, I called my mom, my mom wasn't very happy with me um, getting baptized because it's something um, serious. It's not like... Uh, you baptize and then you be like, oh, I don't want to be a Christian anymore and go back to Buddhist. It's something huge that you actually put your commitment into it. So um, Pastor Dave told me, like, Jenny, you need to be bold. You know? It's um, a personal decision. It's about your relationship with God. It's not about um, whether your mom or anyone 
um, wants you to be Christian or not. It's about yourself, whether you want this relationship with God. Um, to be honest, at that moment, I was thinking, like, how? How to be bold, right? Like, uh, my mom wasn't, uh, my mom clearly not happy about it. How am I going to be bold? Like, am I going to tell her, like, no, I want to be Christian. I don't care about what you think. I just want to be Christian. And obviously, my mom's not here. And it's like over the phone call, you know, things will not get well if I be that kind of bold. So um, I was like, uh, maybe I should, you know, just wait until I go back to Malaysia, have um, a conversation with her, then come back to UK, maybe, which means it could be next year. But I think um, God didn't want it that way. Um, obviously, um, Rora's um, sermon kind of hits me about the procrastination thing. I was like, ouch. <laughs> I was doing sound that day. <laughs> I remember she was saying like, um, if you can do it now, why don't you do it now? Why do you need to wait? If that's the case, it's a procrastination. And I was like, ouch. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I literally feel ouch. I turned to Hannah. I was like, Hannah, I feel it. Like, ouch. <laughs> um, yeah, and then... Um, I I spoke to Karin, I spoke to Jillian, and I got um, them to pray for me. Obviously, I prayed myself as well, and um, decided to give my mom another call. And um, I actually prayed before I called her, which is, you know, like, you don't pray before you call your parents, right? <laughs> like, I was actually praying. <laughs> okay. Then, um, yeah, so I called her. We had a 55 minutes conversation. And um, it turned out well, yeah, which is why I'm here today. So um, from th the call, I kind of realized what it means by being bold. Um, I was literally telling her what happened and how did I know God and um, how, how did I feel after knowing him. Um, I even told her about, um, you know, me being a Christian doesn't mean that um, I'm leaving you. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to love you anymore. Like, can you imagine Asian family? I'm telling my mom that. I can't even imagine that, you know? <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was telling her, like, you know, God taught us to honor our parents. So I'm, I'm still going to love you. Like, um, I'm still your daughter. I'm just going to be Christian. That's it, you know? Um, it doesn't affect our relationship. I still love you. Yeah, I actually told my mom all that. And I still can't believe I said that. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then my mom, um, I can see it from her expression, like she was, she, I think she almost cried, you can tell from her expression, and I can felt um, her genuine blessing, um, and she actually said like, um, if that's what you think is the best for you, if that's helping you, um, and she can see that um, it is helping me. I'm growing in this journey since the day I know him. She was like, go for it. And then um, she also mentioned, like, to be honest, um, your life been surrounded by Christians. Um, so maybe it's meant to be. That's what she said. Yeah, she said that. I can't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, yeah, so I was really surprised on the day itself. I told my brother as well. My brother was really happy for me. And, um, yeah, things just happened. So I think um, God actually made me um, having like this trust in him, which is really rare. You know, 
um, I'm willing to, you know, continue to open my heart for him, um, continue to seek for him, and spend time with him because I, I believe that's what um, he has for me. I believe that you know God always has a plan for us, any of us, um, each and every one of us. Like he he planned everything so well for us. He just want us to take the action. He just want us to be bold in what we think. Um, not what we think, but be bold in how he had helped us. I think like me telling my mom, sharing all this with my mom is me being bold. It's not about me being rude or not. It's about me actually sharing this really genuine transformation in my life with her. And I think that's what softened her heart. And I think that's um, all because of God that um, make it all happen. Yeah. So I'm really thankful. Um, Obviously, I'm, I'm really thankful that, you know, Kinon brought me to this church. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, I haven't finished yet. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, to be honest, um, if you guys um, do not know, I've been to X church when I was a pre-reg in pharmacy, which is 2018, and that was an invite from Eunice. Yeah, but I recognize most of you, but you guys don't recognize me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's okay, it's okay. No, God taught us to forgive everyone. <laughs> um, uh, before before I end this, you know, I I, I want to share um these two verses which I think it relate to me um they relate to me the most I think yeah is um Proverbs three verse five to six trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding um, in all your ways submit to Him and He will make your path straight I think it is like a summary of my whole testimony because I trust in Him. And he softened my mom's heart. Um, yeah, I think having trust is not easy, but um, I made it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. Amen. Praise God. You know, it, 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 takes, it takes a village, you know? It takes, uh, it takes everyone. Um, when we look at our own lives and how, how we came to know Jesus, there were so many people along the way. Uh, who helped and uh, yeah and so we thank God we thank God for for just people uh, bringing people and uh, yeah so those of you who feel like you've always been there for your friend but they never mention you um, um, uh, we're gonna have an auto call after this and I'm just gonna have some inner healing okay stay back for that yeah. Uh, one last, one last uh, a testimony before we actually adjourn outside. Uh, and uh, it's the last but not least, it's the only guy. Uh, and uh, put your hands together for Kinon. Kinon. Uh, hello. Uh, my name is Kinon. I'm from Ax London and uh, I'm getting baptized today. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I didn't really prepare much. Uh, <laughs> 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 
So I, I think I have a very unconventional story, but it's also something that maybe a lot of you can relate to. So I actually grew up in a Christian family. My mom is Christian. Uh, so I've been going to church my whole life. Uh, I think from a very young age, uh, I knew that Jesus was my Lord and Savior. I knew that, uh, and I fully believed in him. I knew what he did for our sins. And I think I gave my life there on the spot. And I, and I, and I generally believed that like, at the end of all this, we'll all get salvation. We'll all see each other in heaven again. Uh, but how many of you know that also makes you complacent? Uh, you know that you're saved and that's all you need to do. Uh, I understood the importance of baptism, uh, but I think to me, uh, I attach my own rituals and my own criteria into it. Uh, I wanted to be baptized with my family. I wanted to be baptized together with my brothers. Uh, but then they got baptized while I was in college. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a betrayal. Uh, <laughs> but, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, I, yeah, I just wanted to be surrounded by the people I grew up with, the, the, the family, the, the church family that I grew up with. Um, and then I started going to college, I started going to uni, and I started working, and I was just moving from a different place to a different place. And uh, I, I just always, in the back of my head, I was telling myself that uh, once I'm rooted down, once I'm in this church, or once I'm back in my own church, that is the opportunity to be baptized. Uh, that is when I wanted to do it. And I think for the longest time, I just didn't realize that that was my own plans. It was my plans. I was putting my own plans in front of God's plans. Uh, I was being a Christian in my own terms rather than God's terms. Uh, and so... I've also always been a person who is very well planned, even if I don't appear to be so. Uh, I have many, many plans in my head. I'm constantly strategizing, like, uh, what is the best thing to do? If this doesn't work out, there's probably 20 other options and all the kinds of things, uh, which is why I appear so carefree all the time as well, because, like, you know, I've got plans already. Uh, but I think all that changed during a lockdown. So I was doing really well in my work. I was winning awards uh, at the international level for my company. Uh, and then lockdown happened and immediately my company just put me into furlough and I was finding so much purpose uh, and so much of my character and so much of what I care for was based on the work I was doing uh, that when all that was taken away uh, the, the one thing that was still constant the one thing that still stayed was God uh, I was attending homes online uh, which I've not been doing for the longest time just because of where I was living uh, and then I just came to realize that how important God was in my life, or how, how big of a part he played, and, and just how <laughs> all the plans that you make, uh, at, at the end of the day, uh, God has better plans as well. Uh, God always has a plan for you, and uh, I, I think I shared my testimony in the past as well, but like at the end of the furlough period, I, I got even an even better job. I, I, but the main thing I wanted to share is uh, I came out of the furlough period, I came out of the lockdown period with also a lot of peace and calm in my heart. Uh, I used to react a lot when there was difficulty at work. I would immediately go back to the drawing board and start coming up with even more plans to my plans. Uh, but now it was, it's okay. God, God has something uh, planned up for me. Uh, God is there for me. And even though it goes completely wrong, and sometimes God lets that happen, and that's important to know, uh, what he doesn't shortchange you is the ability to deal with that, and, and that he doesn't shortchange the fact that he is there for you. Um, so yeah, like... I think it was that moment, uh, probably beginning of this year or the end of last year, I decided that, hey, 
there's no more waiting already. There's no more, uh, I don't know. There's there's no more trying to like do things in my own terms. It's it's God's timing, and uh, I've delayed it long enough already. It's time for me to be baptized. And uh, just before I end, uh, I want to share this uh, this story from the Bible, and it's basically uh, Acts eight twenty six to forty. So it's a it's basically a story of Philip and. Uh, Ethiopian eunuch, and if you don't really know it, it's about how Philip uh, met this Ethi- Ethiopian eunuch on the, on, uh, on the journey to a place, and how uh, Philip managed to share the gospel or, or the good word with the, this eunuch, and the eunuch uh, got baptized. And I think the part that really impacted me was uh, not just what Philip did, but actually the response of the eunuch. Uh, and just to quote the Bible, uh, the eunuch says, see, here is water, and what is preventing me from being baptized? And I mean, what a great, <laughs> what a great uh, faith is, uh, that is, and what, what great obedience that is, and I, I think that's the obedience that I want as well, and so, uh, yeah, I, I hope this is just that small step towards walking towards that obedience as well, of not saying no to God and, and not coming up with excuses, uh, but trusting in Him fully, so yeah. Thank you, Kinon. Amen.